Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning, uh, everyone. I really appreciate it. We're going to uh, move on to my next guest, who's been with us many, many times, and is always a pleasure. Uh, he is uh, Dr. Jerry Kornfeld. You may know him as Ask Dr. Jerry. Uh, you may have seen him on TV talk shows, or you may have seen him giving a speech, because he's out there a lot, talking to a lot of different groups, uh, has several books out, and uh, it, you know, one of his books is called Your 100-Year Heart. How does that sound? Uh, it's basically, you know, his talks are about how to take care of yourself and, and live a long, healthy life uh, of happiness and in style. So we're going to talk with Dr. Jerry right now. Dr. Jerry, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Bill, thank you so much. It's great to be back because, as I said previously, the world of medicine is constantly changing and there's always new, exciting things. And, you know, my mission is to share with uh, your audiences and audiences all over the latest uh, medical information. I feel like I'm the medical ombudsman uh, for people out there. And so it's a pleasure to be back because I've got lots of exciting stuff to talk about. You know, uh, Dr. Jerry, I, I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said, that Dr. Jerry, uh, he, takes, he, he makes things memorable. We've talked many times about your formula for a long, healthy life uh, being just basically boiled down to the, the acronym DEA, uh, which is uh, uh, not Drug Enforcement Agency, but Diet, Exercise, and Attitude, and uh, many, many uh, talks about that, and and you've brought us up to date many times on what the latest is in medical uh, um, advances, uh, research, and and technology. So, uh, what would you like to talk about today? I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. Well, first, let me tell you, based upon what you just said, um, my, my mission. I don't know if I've shared this. My mission as a physician uh, is a little different than a lot of my colleagues. I, my basic training was in public health, health education. So I feel the practice of medicine should be dedicated to two areas, preventive medicine and clinical medicine. And that's what I've done over my long career is combine those two areas. And so what I'm doing with you today and what I do in my lecturing is the preventive medicine aspect because I feel strongly if you can prevent the disease, that's better than trying to treat the disease. And today we're going to talk about something that I'm really very excited about because you just mentioned, and I really appreciate it, you mentioned it frequently, my acronym for a long life, and I've, I've coined the term um, DEA, and the reason I use those initials is because uh, as a mnemonic, 
uh, when you go to a lecture, you hear a lot of things, information being presented, and you walk out, and you're, you're lucky if you can remember some of it. So I think of, I remember back in medical school, one of the ways I had to memorize those thick textbooks uh, by using these mnemonics. So DEA, mm-hmm. when you want to think of the mnemonic, think of the Drug Enforcement Agency, and think of the first initial. All right, so we're going to talk about something that basically makes me very pleased today. We've got a couple of items to talk about. But the first one I want to talk about is my DEA acronym has been supported constantly. I came to the conclusion of this acronym from years of practice and research. But now more and more information is coming out to support it. And the first thing I want to talk to you about is the whole relationship of the D aspect of the diet. Remember, D stands for diet. Mm-hmm. Diet, exercise, and attitude are the key to a long life. Well, to support that, and I've been preaching it for many years, two new studies have just come out that are so significantly important. One is a study, believe it or not, by the American Cancer Society. And they did a long, long study, and they came out with results. And we feel strongly that your diet, controls a significant part of your longevity. And it also plays a major role in cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. And the best diet, the best diet that they recommend is the Mediterranean diet. That's the diet that I've been preaching for years and spoke about on this show. This mm-hmm. diet this diet is very high in um, fish products because of the omega threes, which I'll talk about also because there's some new information about that. But fish Vegetables, fruits and vegetables, nuts, all very, very important, uh, and eliminating or decreasing as much as you can the red or processed meats. They've come out now with a significant, significant study about increasing longevity, decreasing the ability of, of diabetes to destroy you, or heart disease, simply by increasing the fish, fruits, vegetables, nuts, olive oil, and decreasing the red meat. Uh, the research demonstrated, interestingly enough, a much lower incidence in the Mediterranean countries than here in our country, with as much as 25% decrease after a five-year study with uh, following that diet. So, again, it really, really supports the D. That's just number one study. But number two study is the one I'm really excited about. If you recall previously, I spoke about the so-called blue zones. Remember National Geographic published? Mm-hmm. They went around the world and studied all the... And right on top of the list uh, of the number one survivors were the Okinawans. Well, in January, mm-hmm. it was just published that the Okinawans live longer than the majority of people in the world. And they did this study and published it in January. The residents who live in Okinawa are the longest living in the country. They have the highest number of people over 100 still living And the amazing thing is about the majority of those people independently living at age 97. So their lifestyle is very significant. But what's the key of their lifestyle? Well, it goes back to the same thing I talked about with the med diet. It is primarily based upon fish. Again, that fish seems to keep on coming back into us. Um, Mm -hmm. Vegetables, fruits, nuts. They have a little bit of meat, but much nut, meat is not a very important part of their diet. So, and they have the, the lowest rate in the world, interestingly enough, they have the lowest rate in the world of heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. So here we have hmm. two significant studies just adding fuel to my D in DEA 
of diabetes. Then the E, well, the E is absolutely constantly talked about exercise. E is for exercise. Every study that has ever been published continues to support the same thesis. Exercise <clears throat> is a key to a long life. And when I say exercise, I'm not just talking about joining a gym or running marathons. Simply walking 30 minutes a day has demonstrated repeatedly that those who do it will live longer. So the last one, the A, is the one I'm most excited about because mm -hmm. that is a, uh, one of the uh, acronyms that causes the most comment. They say, how can your attitude control your longevity? Well, I've spoken to you before about the molecules of emotion, how your emotions can impact your immune system, and how your immune system responds to negative thoughts with illness and positive thoughts with health. Study after study has confirmed that. Well, now another new study has just popped up, and it's talking about the ability of your thoughts to control your body. And uh, people ask me, well, how did you come up with this attitude as one of your uh, mnemonics? Well, <clears throat> I think I, I mentioned also previously, but I'll repeat it again because it's important. I did a talk several years ago when the Queen Mom of England celebrated her 100th birthday. Uh, they, uh, they invited all the centenarians uh, living in uh, Southern California and around the country to a talk on the Queen Mary, and I was the guest speaker. Mm -hmm. I gave my talk, Living to 100, with quality. But before I started the talk, the person who was the host, uh, I asked her some questions, and I asked her um, how many centenarians would be in the audience, and she told me 11, and I was shocked to hear that. Uh, so I got up to start the talk, and I said to the audience, uh, there's just no way in the world that I can do this talk without mentioning the fact that we have these large number of centenarians because you hardly meet that many. Would you be, before I start that talk, would you mind if I went out to the audience and asked them what the common factor was that kept them alive? And they said, no, please do it. I went out and I did it. I came back. Uh, the answers were all different. I went, never went to the doctor. I went to the doctor, etc. So I asked the audience, I said, okay, was there one key factor? They all said, no, they didn't hear a key factor. I said, well, the one key factor was their attitude. They all had this great positive attitude. They didn't deal with issues and obsess on them. Very important. When they had a health issue, the philosophy was identify the issue and deal with the issue. Don't obsess on the issue. And that gave me the information that I needed to use attitude as another key. Well, now these new studies are now demonstrating beautifully how the attitude, how your thoughts, uh, play a role in every aspect of your life. And so I'm just very pleased to say that I've got research after research um, talking about those three items that are in my DEA. So I just wanted to bring your, your audiences uh, to la latest information about that. Um, again, I, I said this before. When I say something on your show and it raises a question, Please, this is to the audience now, do not hesitate to email me. Ask Dr. Jerry is there for a reason, and that reason is to help satisfy you in today's medical world where it's so hard to get much time with a doctor. I don't charge for this service. You send me an email to kjbcorn at AOL, and I'll repeat that later. And I'll certainly come back. I'm not going to diagnose and treat, but I can certainly answer your questions. Okay, so that covers subject number one. 
uh, how these two new studies, both published in January, support the major diet. And remember, it's fish, fruit, vegetables, nuts. Uh, the diet that the Okinawans use is mostly fish, soy products, and vegetables. And by the way, <clears throat> they are high in carbs because they eat a lot of sweet potatoes. I don't know how many people in this listening eat sweet potatoes, but it's one of the most healthy vegetables you can have. Okay, any questions about DEA before I go on to omega-3s? Well, Dr. Jerry, you know, one of the recent studies, or one of the recent things I heard on the news, as a matter of fact, it was last night, was there there are laws that are trying to limit um, the size of sodas, sugary sodas that people drink by law, to no more than 16 ounces. Uh, and, and, and then the counter to that was, well, you know, actually uh, the, the, the number of cases of uh, diabetes due to sugary, whatever, they're, they're saying, well, that's, that's false information, you know, you know, like they would say that. But, you know, I would imagine that the people in Okinawa uh, don't, don't go down and get a big gulp every day. Their diet is not high in sugary products. They, they, they eat, um, they're just high in carbohydrate, carbohydrates, uh, but it's become the foods, and especially uh, the sweet potatoes, but it's from healthy foods like that. So the, the question of what role um, diet sodas play uh, scientifically has not been, I haven't seen much research. I know there's a lot of comments about the fact that we have so much new diabetes, and especially in teenagers, and that's, of course, all related to obesity. But, yes, sugar is a hazard, and you do want to decrease it, and there's lots of, lots of studies out there saying that these diet sodas uh, also produce more strokes. Um, so, yeah, I, I would think that uh, taking the uh, number of diet sodas out of your regime would probably be a beneficial factor. Well, and the flip side to that question would be, how much water should people drink every day? Ah, uh, another Craig, I hear that question. We used to talk about eight glasses of water a day. Well, yeah. we realize that's not, that's not very realistic. But you definitely, this is such an important factor. Dehydration is a very, very significant problem, especially seniors have, especially in the summertime when we get these hot days. But you dehydrate just by breathing, you lose water. So dehydration is going on constantly. So I say do the best you can do the best you can to have four glasses of water a day. I think, I think that will satisfy. And by the way, you can tell if you're not getting enough water if you are dehydrated by a very simple thing. It may sound gross, but just look at your urine. If your urine is clear and watery, looking like water, with a little yellow tinge, you are absolutely hydrated. But if it's coming out, it's darker, uh, Browner, not, I don't want it to be brown because that's a sign of another problem. But if it's, if it's cloudy, if it's yellowish, then you want to uh, start drinking more water. That's the best sign of dehydration is just look at your urine. You want your urine to be clear and light in color. So, yes, at least four glasses a day, Bill. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sorry for that sidetrack. But, you know, I hear that a lot from people. It's like, well, oh, I yeah, drink, you know. It. You know, yeah. I, when I'm thirsty, I, I drink a Diet Coke because it's got caffeine in it, and it's isn't that water, too? And it's like, well, no, oh, yes. your body I, I, doesn't. I thought also, yeah, when we talk about, excuse me, I talk about uh, water, I'm talking about fluids, I'm talking about all fluids, are watery. Yes, all the fluids. The only thing you've got to be careful about sometimes, if you're a big coffee or tea drinker, uh, there are diuretics. Tea makes you urinate. 
It's a diuretic product. So sometimes if you drink a lot of tea, you're going to be urinating a lot. Uh, and the, trouble, the only problem with coffee that I have is if you're caffeine sensitive. If you're not caffeine sensitive, I don't think coffee is an issue. Okay, let's, okay. let's go on now to omega-3s. Another one of my preaching topics. I've spoken about this before on your show, and I talk about it all the time. Omega-3s are very, very important as the number one antioxidants. And we want antioxidants in our diet. Oxidation is a process that produces rust. You look at a piece of metal and it's got rust on it, it's because of oxidation. That literally happens in our body. And I often say, you don't want your cells to become rusty. You want to increase the antioxidants. Your body makes antioxidants. You get antioxidants in your food. Uh, but the best way, obviously, is to get them from the food you eat. The older you get, the more of the uh, oxidation that's taking place because cells start aging from oxidation, and antioxidants help prevent that. And there's now been study after study about the role of antioxidants uh, in preventing disease. And the same thing about cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. Those are the three, obviously, the most chronic diseases that we have. The antioxidants play a role. Okay, so you want to get antioxidants. I talk about the fact that you can get them from uh, supplements. I prefer mm -hmm. that you get them from food. You want to get antioxidants. There's two things that you want to get. You want to get the omega-3s. You want to get the omega-3s, and you want yep. to get the beneficial aspects of the supplements, uh, nutrients that you're going to get. So the whole goal now that we're going to talk about is how do we increase our antioxidants? So I've got good news and I've got bad news about the antioxidants. The good news, which has just recently come out, uh, is very, very interesting. They have now done a study, and they looked uh, at people who are uh, on antioxidants and not on antioxidants. And it was a five-year study. And an article was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, which is our most prestigious journal. And it talked about specifically the two major antioxidants that are in the omega-3s, and that is something called EPA and DHA. Now, you don't have to know what those initials stand for. You just have to know that those are the two major ingredients in the antioxidants. And you get those from fish, primarily. You get them from a lot of other foods, but the one I recommend the most is salmon because that's the highest. You want to get the omega-3s, and you want to get the DPA, DPA and the DHA in them, which are very important. So you take them, and you've got to follow a specific regime that I'm going to outline for you. You take them in a way that they're going to have a, an effect on taking out some of the plaque from the coronary artery, which they do. The EPA and DHA have the ability to help you and, not prevent, and prevent the plaque from depositing in your arteries. And so the, 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 the whole concept uh, is taking as much as you can of them. You can get antioxidants from vitamin E uh, and uh, vitamin C, uh, but again, I prefer that you get them from eating the fish or taking the fish oil supplements. So we right. talk about fish oil supplements. And here's where we're running into the problem. The bad news is, as I said, that studies now are demonstrating clearly. Because there was some question about whether or not fish oil uh, and the uh, antioxidant fish oil, uh, the EPA and the DHA, are, are doing any good. Well, this study now, as I just told you, 
there are 25% reduction in heart attacks and deaths from people who are taking these drugs. That's the good news. The bad news is that you have to take a large amount of it. The amount that's in the products sold over the counter. Um, and I just have a, a bottle in front of me. And this is uh, one put out by Nature Made. And it says yes. 1,200 milligrams of fish oil and 360 milligrams of omega-3s. Well, the studies are now showing that you need at least three to 4,000 milligrams a day. Now, that's three to four grams. 1,000 milligrams is one gram. You need to have at least three to four grams a day. And what you're getting in the, most of the fish oils over the counter uh, is not enough. And most of them say that you take two a day, but even that amount is not enough. So you want to get this in because it does work on decreasing the, the plaque uh, in, your, in your arteries. So the study says you've got to increase to at least three to four grams of EPA and DHA. Now that's combined, the two of them together should total three to four grams per day. And they should be taken with food for at least 8 to 12 weeks before the effect starts to kick in. Okay, so it is very important that you take these as the directions indicate. But mm -hmm. you've got to take at least 3 to 4 grams a day. So that's sort of the bad news. I said the good news is that we now know that they really work, but you may have heard in the past that there's questions when they work or not, but they really work. So take them but make sure you're taking at least three to four grams a day. And you can take this, if the capsules that you buy don't have that much in it, like the one that's in front of me, then you have to take uh, two to three uh, at least a day. Now, people say, well, is there an overdose? Can you take too much of it? Well, the research that I've done shows that you can take up to 5,000 milligrams or five grams a day without much harm. But I don't recommend everybody take that much. I just recommend stick to the routine that I just suggested. So yeah, those great, are the two. Great tips. Go ahead. Questions. Great, great, great tips, Dr. Jerry. Once again, you, you know, you, you pack a lot into our 20-minute interviews. You, you brought us up to date on on all the, the the DEA updates, which are, I think, one of the most valuable things that's ever been heard on this show, and, and I'm sure your audience agrees with that. But uh, on the omega-3s and the, the fish oils, and there are a lot of different um, uh, better-than kind of supplements coming up, but we don't have time to cover it all today. I do want to tell our audience, as, as you said earlier, get in touch with Dr. Jerry. Uh, have him speak at your group. He's a tremendous, uh, wonderful speaker, and people love him. And, and also his email address, KJBKORN, that's K-O-R-N, K-J-B-K-O-R-N at AOL.com. Dr. Jerry, do you have any events coming up you want to tell people about quickly? Uh, I'm now working on a day. Those of you, I, I live in the Southern California area. I live in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, in May, I will be doing a health fair. I will be speaking at a health fair in a couple of months, but it will be in the Valley. Uh, if you're interested in coming to hear me or coming to the health fair, just co contact me on my email address, and um, I'll give you all the information. Uh, inter interesting information. I've got a lot more stuff. It, it is just so exciting to be able to share all this with you, uh, but we'll say that the next time, okay? I love it. Let's get back on a good, good solid rotation, and uh, we'll have you back on real soon, okay? Thanks, Bill. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.